Welcome to Realoran International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. Welcome to Realoran. I'm so delighted that you have joined me today for our look, our lesson at parenting. It's a very important subject and a very delightful subject as well. In Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6, it reads as follows. Train up your child in the way he should go. God wants us to train our children to help them develop them along the journey of life. Parents are people who beget a child and are raising them. Parents are to train their children in the way they should go. Proverbs 22, 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Train is the Hebrew word shanak, definition to train, dedicate, inaugurate, meaning we are to start our children off correctly. The beginning of this is God. We dedicate our children to God and raise them and nurture them up in the fear of the Lord and the protocol of the kingdom of God. If you are not born again, meaning this, meaning we were all born into the world where Satan is the leader and the God of this world, as the Bible tells us. The Bible also tells us that he is our enemy. People that do not come to Christ and have their sins remitted and enter into the kingdom of God are flushed down into the into hell and the lake of fire. People that have become born again have asked Jesus Christ to forgive them of their sins and to make God their father, and they enter the kingdom of God and work out their salvation with fear and trembling. And when they die, they enter into heaven. So if you, the parent, have not made the Passover journey here, you need to do that first. And just say a prayer with me today. Father, I thank you that I was born into the world and I have sinned against you. But I thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, that will wash away my sins as I bring them to you. And I can enter into your kingdom and be reconciled to you where now you, God, are my father. And I will pick up the book that you have given us to know and to live by called the Bible. And I will read it daily and apply it into my life and and grow up as I am commanded to into the image of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations. You just took the Passover journey. And so therefore, you will be able to raise your children, now that you're a Christian, from the book that God has given us to read and to live by. Parents are to love God supremely, Firstly, then the children. The order of the home is very important. Who's in charge? Who's in charge of the home? We know that God is first, and then Christ, the man, the wife, and the children. And so the children are under the authority of the wife, the husband, Christ, and God. Amen? Matthew 10.37 reads, He that loves father or mother more than me, is not worthy of me. 
And he that loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. We see many in our society that place their children above God. Instead of God, Christ, husband, wife, children, they put the children in God's place and knock him down to the bottom. They put the children in Christ's place and knock him down underneath. They put the children in the husband's place and knock him down. And now we see that the children are ruling everyone. And we wonder why our homes are uh, out of order and chaotic. And whatever goes on in the home goes on in the city, goes on in the state, and goes on in the nation. Luke 14, 26 says, If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple, my student, my follower. And so God has told us the proper authority. And if we get our lives in order and have the proper authority, God and Christ, husband, wife, and children, and learn the order of submission and authority, we will have wonderful homes. We will have homes that radiate the fragrance of salvation. Children are a gift and should be treated as so. We have so many in our society that are giving birth to, are not even coming to full term, uh, with children, and they are aborting the children. We even have in some places legalized murder for the children that even after they're born, if they're not wanted, go ahead and kill them. This is called murder. Commandment number six, thou shall not murder. And no matter how legal abortion is, it is illegal in the eyes of the Creator, Almighty God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost. And they are the judge in the rule over existence. And you may go around and legalize sin and commit sin, but you will answer for your sin on your judgment day, the day that you depart the planet. And I feel sorry for and pity the people that didn't get their sins remitted and get it right with Christ before they leave. Because if you continue in your sin and you die thereof, you will be exited into the lake of fire by Almighty God. And you will be eternally underneath his wrath. We need to quit killing the gift, our children. Children are a gift, and they should be treated so, not murdered. We can see in Psalm 113.9, it reads as follows, He makes the barren woman to keep house and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. We can see where children are a gift God disperses to his creation. God watches how you treat the gift. Your children are, are given to you to raise and to train underneath God's commandments and order and not to abuse them, not to use them, not to sell them, and definitely not to kill them. For the eyes of the Lord see all, and there is nothing hidden from his sight. Psalm 127, beginning in verse 3, it reads, Lo, children are a heritage of the Lord. 
and the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Happy is the man that has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Children are a gift. Let's stop and look at how do we treat our children. Christians are to rule their homes. You know, I have been in different places and met many people in my life, and I I have seen families in order, and the children are so happy underneath that submission of God, Christ, husband, wife, children. They're very happy in that place. They have their boundaries and rewards. They have their consequences in correction. And therefore, they know how to live this life. We have seen many things in our society of children killing themselves, of watching anything that moves on television, and going out and doing those activities, suicide, drug addiction, car theft, rape, all kind of things that are lucid on the television that God did not create, but the God of this world did. The devil created sin to be viewed and to be acted out upon, and then the children spend life behind bars if they're not killed beforehand. We need to make sure that what we do on the earth as a nation, as a people, is righteous underneath the throne because God will accept nothing else. In the book of Hebrews 9.27, it states that everyone will die and face the judgment. It is appointed once to die and then to face the judgment. And you will be judged on what you did not on what you said. You will be judged for your activities, not for your actors and skills. You know, a lot of people pretend, pretenders and actors. So we need to be careful how we treat the gift God has given to us for a season of our existence. We are all born and then we all leave. Children are a part of that journey. And we will face God on how we raised and cared for our children. So the Christian, the parent, is supposed to rule their homes. Rule in the Greek word is the word prostime. The definition is to be over, to be a protector, to be a guardian, to give aid, to care for, to give attention to. We see many in our society, they put their children in front of the television. You need to make sure that you know who created the activities on the television that your children are watching. Did the devil and his kingdom create what your children are watching? Or did Christ and his kingdom create what your children are watching? You will be responsible to God on what you put your children in front of. If you haven't done it right, it's okay. You can say, Father, forgive me, but it is time to change lanes and to do righteousness under God.
So 1 Timothy 3, 1 through 5 reads, This is a true saying. If a man desire the office of a bishop, he desires a good work. A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, and apt to teach, not given to wine, no striker, not greedy of filthy lucre or filthy money, but patient, not a brawler, not covetous, one that rules well his own house, having his children in subjection or in submission with all gravity. That means seriousness. For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? We really need to get our lives in order. The order of authority. You know, there was a story of a man that understood authority that Christ ran into. And Christ said, I have not seen such great faith. Christ is all is truth. He is the word of God dipped in blood. Genesis to the end of Revelation. And he speaks of faith in many different avenues of faith. But one of those avenues is understanding authority, the line of authority. And if you don't rule your children with love and concern, and the children are doing anything they choose to, your home is out of order. So get it in order. Christians are to command their children. Command Hebrew word is the word tisva. Definition, give orders, lay charge. A happy home is a home that the children know what they are to do. Amen? In Genesis eighteen seventeen through 19, it reads as follows. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him. And they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment." that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. Do you see how important it is to do things God's way? When we go God's way, we get God's blessings. When we rebel and refuse, we're under the curse. We're under his wrath. It's not a good place. If you're tired of your life, Change lanes. That's the good news of the gospel. Parents are to teach their children. Teach your children to keep the way of the Lord. Get out a Bible. Begin to teach them who God is and who they are in his existence and the things of existence, the way to success, and the way into heaven. Begin today. Teach Hebrew word is the word lamad, definition to learn, to be trained, to exercise in. We know that when we read something God wants, that we apply it to our life. 
and we get better and better at it. Amen. Exodus 10, 1 through 2 reads, And the Lord said unto Moses, Go in unto Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart of his servants, that I may show these my signs before him, and that thou mayest tell in the ears of thy son and of thy son's son what things I have wrought in Egypt and my signs which I have done among them, that you may know how that I am the Lord. God wants you to teach your children who God is, what God has done, and how to live out their lives. There are many good um, Christian creations for children. And it's a beautiful time of life. And, you know, parenting is a very, very special season. And it's a beautiful season to take this innocent gift and to train them and mold them with God's help into uh, this unique creation with their own particular personality and unique gifting and to, to rear them up into that and to find citizens uh, helping others to attain in life wherever God places them. Fathers are to provide for their household. Provide in the Greek is the word pronio, definition, to care for, to give, and supply. 1 Timothy 5.8 But if any provide not for his own, especially for those of his own house, he has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. So we can see where God has put the man to go out and to provide for his wife and his children. And, you know, the the nice thing about the Lord is he changes not. You know, well, you could say, well, that was then. This is now. This is the 21st century, you know. But the thing about God is he never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13, 8. Husbands are to provide per God. Parents are to chasten their children. Chastening is God's creation. He utilizes for and over all. Chastening, Hebrew word, is padia, definition, instruction of mind, moral, and life, which may include pain. (laughs) You know, the Bible tells us that those who have suffered are through with sin. You know, when a child does wrong and he has to suffer, he gets a spanking or he gets time out or one of his toys is taken away uh, or he's uh, he doesn't get to go to soccer practice for two months or whatever it is. That is pain. We, we suffer uh, loss and pain and then we're granted back what we lost. And therefore, the child has learned something. God's like that as well. Psalm 118.18, the Lord has chastened me sore, but he has not given me over unto death. You know, you might think you're going to die in it, but there is an end and God will restore after he has chastened and you yourself as a parent will restore the child back to what you took from the child when he has learned. It's just, it's 
Wonderful. We can learn so much about parenting from God the Father. How he parents us is the way we parent our kids. And the good results of chastisement are eternal life. First Peter 4, 1 through 2 reads, For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased, has stopped, from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his life in the flesh to the lusts of men, the forbidden desires of men, but to the will of God. And we can read the will of God if we're obeying God by reading the Bible on a daily basis. I love the King James Version. It is the purest form from Hebrew of the Old Testament and Greek of the New. But it's also fun to go into the Hebrew original and the Greek as well. Christians are to correct their children. Correct Hebrew word is yakar. Definition, to teach, advise, chasten, discipline, instruct, admonish, and rebuke. Proverbs 13, 24. He that spares his rod hates his son. But he that loves him chastens him betimes. You know, it's harder for a parent to take the time to blow the whistle, so to speak, to sit the child down, to correct the child, and to carry out that correction and tell them why they're being corrected. You're going to lose, uh, you know, you're going to lose the car for, for two months because you didn't get the grades you were supposed to get. You're going to stay home and study. Once I see the grades lined up, in A's, then I'll give you back the car with limitations, meaning there's rules to have the keys to the car, right? And so that takes your time to do that. But it's definitely worth it, and it's commanded to train. And that's how we train. We give reward, and we give consequence. And then they have boundaries, like God gives us, and we have a good life. Amen? We know how to live why to live, what to expect, what to avoid, because we don't want consequence from God. We want reward, don't we? Parents are not to provoke their children. Provoke, Greek word, is the word paragizo, definition, to rouse to wrath, exasperate, and anger. Ephesians 6.4 reads, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. You know, some parents, they just poke and poke and poke their children. You know, we shouldn't be doing that. And then they explode, and then all kind of things happen. And, and it's, uh, it's not okay to do that. That's just not a righteous manner to do that. The child itself has duties. A child is not to be raised uh, on a throne and with a silver spoon unless you want to have a Solomon on your hand. You know, Solomon was raised by David, and David was busy uh, running his nation with God, and one thing just led to the other, and David's gone, and now Solomon's on the throne. But Solomon was attended to all of his life, and you can tell by his activities when he became king he was very, um, he wasn't disciplined. He didn't really understand consequence and righteousness, did he? We don't want a child that turns out like Solomon. We want someone that turns out like Jesus. 
So the child needs to have duties. A child is commanded to obey and honor their parents. Honor breaks down as valued and esteemed worthy of that value. Obey Greek word is hypokoa, definition, submit, listen, and hearken. Children are to submit, listen, and hearken to their parents. That is commanded by God. Honor, Greek word, is the word tamayo. Definition is to value. Children are to value their parents, considering them important and of great worth. Exodus 20.12 Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land, which the Lord thy God gives thee. So there is a reward for obedience and always a, always a consequence for sin. Here's some warnings for children. God clearly defines the role of a child. Proverbs 23:22. Hearken unto thy father that begat thee, and despise not thy mother when she is old. So you are to honor your parents until they're taken into eternity and to watch over them and not to neglect them and leave them and and never look back. That is not a righteous way to treat your parents. God speaks clearly of wicked children that need to repent. Proverbs 30, 11 through 15 reads, There is a generation that curses their father and does not bless their mother. There is a generation that are pure in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. There is a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes and their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are as swords and their jaw teeth as knives to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. The horse leech has two daughters crying, Give, give! There are three things that are never satisfied. Yea, four things say not, it is enough. God does not want wicked children. We are to be parents that raise righteous children. You know, the fact that you've poured into your child and if they stray, you know, the Bible tells us that if you train up a child in the way they should go, when they're old, they will not depart. That's kind of a beautiful, a beautiful promise. Because many children want to try the other side, the the kingdom of hell. And so, you know, once they've ate enough pig, maybe they'll return to the palace as the prodigal son did. And if you didn't raise your child right, let's just pray, Father, forgive me, I didn't know how to raise my child, and I didn't do it appropriately, or and I aborted many children, or whatever the case is, and I ask you to forgive me and wash my sin away and give me a brand new clean start today, in Jesus' name. Now receive forgiveness and walk on with your God. God has warned children of the consequence of disobeying his commands. 
Proverbs 30:17 reads, "The eye that mocks or laughs at and makes fun of his father, and despises to obey his mother, the ravens of the valley, the birds, shall pick it out, and the young eagles shall eat it." Not good, is it? Proverbs 20:20. 20, 20. Whoso curses his father or his mother, his lamp shall be put out in obscure darkness. Leviticus 29. For everyone that curses his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. He has cursed his father or his mother. His blood shall be upon him. So we can see that it does not go well for the rebellious Child, Maybe you have a rebellious child and you've done everything you can. Just continue to do what's right and run your home. You do rule your home. You need to rule your home. And if that child is of age and still doesn't want to obey you, and they're 18 and over, they need to find another place to live. They don't need to dishonor you, and you do not need to be abused as a parent. God promises to never forsake his people. Psalm 37, 25. I have been young and now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Enjoy parenting. Good night. Aleron International Ministries Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Rielaron today at www.rielaron.org.